You're listening to Bulletproof Radio with Dave Asprey. Everyone's talking about red light therapy beds and for good reason. There's a company called ARRC LED that's building an entirely new class of LED devices. ARRC LED beds integrate proprietary scanning technology and frequency protocols to shape the delivery of six different wavelengths in dose-optimized photobiomodulation. Yes, that's a lot of words. What it is, though, is that photobiomodulation improves the underlying energetics of the cells in your body. And those changes can benefit nearly every tissue and organ and system in your body. You change your cells and you change your life. For more information, visit ARRCLED.com. What if there was a way to level up your energy, get rid of stress, and take more control of your body? Welcome to Quantum Upgrade. This is a new technology that taps into quantum energy to help you feel amazing. Quantum Upgrade has a lot of different products that help protect you from EMF and help activate your body's natural healing abilities. You can expect better sleep, more resilience, less stress, and better blood flow. The cool thing about Quantum Upgrade is that the products are backed by a lot of heavy-duty scientific studies, and there's a new measurable upgrade. You can now use Quantum Upgrade to increase your consciousness levels between 1,400 and 2,200 on the Hawkins map of consciousness. If you don't know what that means, do some research because it's impressive, it's fun to learn about, and it's something that I've come to understand. Ready to try Quantum Upgrade? Visit quantumupgrade.io slash Dave for a seven-day free trial. Today's cool fact of the day is that ambient music can have a really profound effect on your creativity, even more so than playing your favorite power tunes A recent study on creative cognition showed that moderate noise levels increase thought processing difficulty, which leads to heightened abstract processing, which inspires creative thinking. Basically, the sounds make you work just hard enough in your thought processing to force you into being creative. But on the other hand, loud noises that make you work too hard and that are too distracting can reduce your ability to handle information effectively. So bottom line is sound is one of the environmental variables that you can use for biohacking. They can increase creativity or it can decrease creativity depending on what you do with it. What if there was a way to feel younger for longer? Well, there is. Your body needs something called the NAD plus molecule to help you age well. When you're young, your body makes a lot of NAD plus and that helps you make energy. It helps you keep your DNA healthy, absorb nutrients well, and it protects your cells from stress. But once you hit about 30, your NAD plus levels start to drop. The good news is that longevity scientists have found some things that can help, like niacin, niacinamide, and niagen. They help your body make more NAD plus even as you age. All three of these are in an amazing formula called Qualia NAD plus. Check out Qualia NAD plus risk-free for up to 100 days at neurohacker.com slash Dave15 to save an extra 15%. That's neurohacker.com slash Dave15, Qualia NAD+. It's what I use. Today's guest is none other than veteran biohacker, Zen monk, munition, munition, (laughs) musician, composer, and all-around philanthropist, Bill Harris, the founder and CEO of Centerpoint Research, creator of Holosync. Bill, welcome to the show. Hi there, Dave. How are you? 
I am doing really well. Uh, we're friends. You've been on the show before. You've spoken at the Bulletproof Conference. You gave away some copies of your book, The New Science of Super Awareness, at this year's conference. And you're one of our most popular guests on Bulletproof Radio. So welcome back. I'm glad to be here. There's always more to share with people. Now, you have had your program, your audio program for training the brain, something that I, I first used, geez, I want to say somewhere around 96, 97, I started using your program. Uh, and you've had over 2 million people in 193 countries use Holosync, which is absolutely remarkable. And you've been researching the brain, uh, well, I would say ever since, but the entire time. How did you get 2 million people in 193 countries to use your program? <laughs> Is there a secret? <clears throat> well, it's been a, it's, I, I sort of haven't done a count lately, but it, two years ago, it was 2.2 million people in 193 yeah. countries. And part of that is because we've been doing this for a long time. I started researching this in 1985. And in 1989, I started Centerpoint. And the first few years probably shouldn't count, maybe in terms of, of refining it, they did, but not in terms of, I, I didn't know what I was doing the first few years, so we didn't grow very fast. Uh, but <clears throat> at a certain point, it did really take off. I think that the reason Centerpoint has been so, um, maybe there's three reasons why it's been so successful. One of them is that Holosync really is amazing. Uh, in a in a world of personal growth products that are mostly garbage or warmed over somebody else's something, um, I just happened to stumble on something that really, really uh, makes a huge difference. It, we didn't know this in the beginning, but it creates some profound positive changes in two extremely important parts of the brain. We can talk about this a little bit later. But um, and so it. it it affects people mentally, emotionally, physically, uh, spiritually. It, it just creates all kinds of dramatic changes. The second thing is that fairly early on, I was fortunate enough to meet some of the, of the best marketing communicators in the world. And some people think marketing is all, you know, manipulation and this sort of a thing. But I think that marketing is skillfully telling someone how what you have will benefit them yeah. and helping them to make a decision that is in their best interest uh, to make. And so I met people that are really good at this and I now I'm considered to be one of them. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very good communicator. So a good product, uh, really good marketing. And then, I don't know, I've always had I've always been kind of a curator of information. I mean, you're like this too. Both of us don't have long strings of credentials after our names, but we are passionate enough about all this stuff that I, you know, just like you, I read voluminously, I read scientific papers, I uh, take courses, I meet people who are smarter about the brain and things like this than I am. And I, and I relentlessly pick brains and I'm kind of a curator of information. I do all this stuff because I'm passionate about it. And then I'm really good at communicating it to people in a way that saves them a ton of time, 
it's easy to understand. People have big ahas. And I think part of it is because as I started to figure all this stuff out and figure out how to get myself straight, because I was such a mess, um, I hit the wall many, many times, made many, many mistakes, screwed up, uh, had, you know, got stuck on many things. And then figured it, you know, I was persistent enough that I figured out how to get around whatever it was. And so I had a real appreciation for what it was like for other people to to learn this stuff and uh, figure out how to adopt it and make it part of their lifestyle. And so I'm really good at describing that in a way that people go, oh, so that's what that's about. And so it, it really helps people to get better results, to stick with it. You know, I was, um, I was interviewing um, Cynthia Kersey not too long ago. She's started the Unstoppable Foundation that builds schools in Africa, and I give lots of money to her um, <clears throat> and have built many schools in Africa. Yeah, we, we were at that dinner together supporting that, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And she said something right at the end of her interview. Uh, she said, you want me to tell you the secret to being unstoppable? She had a best-selling book called Unstoppable, and her foundation is the Unstoppable Foundation. She said, you want to know the secret to being unstoppable? And I said, yeah, sure. Don't stop. (laughs) (laughs) That that is a profound secret. And your your comments there, if I I boil it down, have have a product that works really, really well and be really good at explaining how people can benefit from it. And you, like, that seems like the recipe for success. It's the same thing with Bulletproof, right? And don't stop. It's a fair you know, point. Yeah. I mean, uh, last month was our 27th anniversary. And um, I've seen so many other people in personal growth related or human potential related businesses who will do something for a while and then they'll stop and move and do something else. Now, maybe it's because the first thing they were doing wasn't that great. Um, but if you first of all, you've got to have something that's really good. If it's not really good, you're just kind of a poser, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, but and there are a lot of there's a lot of stuff like that out there. But if you have something that's really good, why stop? Keep doing going. What I mean, that's how I've created this this huge iconic brand in Holosync and Centerpoint. And everywhere I go, it's embarrassing almost. I'm sure this happens with you too. Everybody knows me. People walk up to me in Whole Foods and. Oh, thank you so much for Holosync. And I, you know, I've never seen the person before, but people know who I am because of all this. And I didn't do anything PR-wise to try to make that happen. I just kept making a really good product and putting out good information and helping people. And that just sort of happened. And everybody knows what bulletproof coffee is too. Yep, it's it's happening, and it's it's a yeah. similar spirit there. Well, let's talk about your new book because I think I, there's a subset of our listeners who are interested in, in you know how how does one become successful like that? In fact, uh, for for you guys, I'm going to do a different podcast on business because most people listening to this, you care about performing better at everything. So you, you want to have control of your own biology, but you may not, frankly, care even a little bit about how to be an entrepreneur. But that's my other big passion, so I'll, I'll do a podcast on that for you. But I will separate it from this one so that you don't have to hear me drone on about business if you don't want to. But um, I just had to ask Bill because 2 million people is big. Now, Bill, you're holding up your book, The New Science of Super Awareness. Tell me about it. 
you know, for, for the longest time, I was uh, describing, I was trying to, to communicate to people what Holosync does. And one of the things that I said to people was that um, when you listen to Holosync, it raises your threshold for what you can handle. If you're, you know, when you're under your threshold, you feel pretty good. Everything seems okay. When life pushes you over that threshold, wherever it is, you start to become stressed. You start to uh, exhibit various dysfunctional coping mechanisms. And, uh, you, you know, you don't feel very good. And it occurred to me a long time ago that what Holosync was doing was pushing that threshold higher. And, but I didn't know why. And, uh, and a lot of times what people are doing is trying to regulate their environment. Nothing wrong with that, but there's only so much you can do in regulating your environment. We live in a stressful environment. The world is a stressful place. And there's lots of things about the world that uh, are stressful to human beings. You know, you don't have enough air for not very long and you die. You, you know, all these different constraints on being a person. So at any rate, maybe, I don't know, the last half of the 90s, I began to get more and more interested in the brain and um, and how the brain worked. And, uh, you know, I was interested in it already because Holosync is based initially on changing electrical brainwave patterns. So I certainly knew something about the brain, but all this research started to come out about the brain. And I, being sort of a geeky sort of guy, and, you know, like I said earlier, I'm reading that stuff and being a curator of information for people and everything. And the more I learned about it, and then I met Daniel Amen, who yep. has taught me a ton about the brain. And I met Michael Merzenich, who's like the godfather of neuroplasticity, and Norman Doidge, who wrote a very famous book about neuroplasticity, and many, many other scientists and people that knew a lot about this. And it began to come together for me why Holosync worked so well. And it really, it's a little more complex than this, but I kind of simplify it just because it makes it easy to hang your hat on this. But uh, there's really two things that traditional meditation does really well um, that are, uh, you know, meditation is a fantastic biohack. Meditation calms the limbic system and it enhances the prefrontal cortex. And <clears throat> the problem with an overactive limbic system is that there's really two main categories of problems. One is that when your limbic system is overactive, you go into fight or flight, and, you know, the stress response. You create all the cortisol and all these other stress hormones, which are very inflammatory for your body, really bad for your health, uh, cause you to age faster, and they cause you to feel like crap. And, um, you know, it's just it's just bad news. Plus, blood flows away from your brain when you're in fight or flight to your extremity so you can fight or flee. And um, so your IQ goes down. You make bad decisions. Um, you make when you make decisions through your limbic system, they're almost always it's only luck if they're not a bad, a bad decision. So then there's messes to clean up because you made bad decisions. And also, uh, you become kind of a raging asshole when you're in fight or flight yep. uh, a lot of times. And so it, it's hard on your relationships uh, and all kinds of things. So that's one downside to having an overactive limbic system. By the way, um, 
Almost everybody who's in prison is there because they have an overactive limbic system. Almost everybody that has chronic problems in any area of their life, it probably can be uh, can be uh, traced back to an overactive limbic system. The other problem, though, is that when your limbic system is overactive, you are you tend to be under the spell of a very powerful drug called dopamine. And uh, dopamine uh, causes you to fixate on the whatever the, the latest bright, shiny object is, <clears throat> whether it's a sexy smile or a chocolate eclair or, uh, you know, some, something you think you should buy or what, whatever it happens to be. All those things that we get, that we crave, that aren't good for us, all those things that... Uh, that uh, we regret getting involved with uh, later on, because when you're when you're when you're under the spell of dopamine, you cannot look at long term consequences. I mean, if you're if you're trying to set up a, a, a bulletproof biohacking lifestyle, you won't be able to stick to it if your limbic system is overactive. Uh, it doesn't matter how much you know about it or how motivated you are or Dave Asprey is your best friend or whatever. You're not going to be able to stick to it if your limbic system is overactive because every time something crosses your path that you start to crave, you will not be able to do anything about it. You'll just go ahead and walk by the bakery cake for Whole Foods. You'll just say, wow, look at all those things. And, you know, I could eat some of them in the car on the way home. This is going to be fantastic. And there you go. And uh, <clears throat> and then, of course, it causes inflammation. It makes gives you a sugar crash. You feel crappy. You gain weight, et cetera, et cetera, all these negative things. And then you go, God, why did I do that? Overactive limbic system. Spending money you don't have and things you don't need. Bitching out uh, someone you love or your boss or you know, just countless things that uh, – that people do. I, you know, I got divorced several years ago, and it was so stressful. Stress causes your limbic system to become more, become overactive. Anytime you go through a stressful period, unless you're doing some things to counteract this, like holosync, like you know, 5-HTP and and theanine, uh, L-theanine, and GABA, and other things that can help calm your limbic system, um, you are your limbic system is going to become overactive. And despite the fact that I wasn't taking supplements then, but I was yeah. actually, I had not been doing Holosync very often then either. I have to painfully admit this was quite a few years ago, but I got about six speeding tickets very <laughs> quickly. And, uh, I had my driver's license suspended for a couple of months. <clears throat> is, is this a first public confession here, Bill? Uh, you you, you are mean, a jet pilot, so... <laughs> <laughs> I may have I may have said this before, but but I I didn't know it at the time. But I realized in retrospect that all that stress of coughing up five million dollars and having yeah. this horrible divorce and all this kind of stuff that um, and it was you know right after the um, economy crashed in two thousand and eight, right. and that was stressful too. So at any rate, uh, despite even the things I was doing. Uh, my limbic system became overactive. And actually what I did, <clears throat> I knew Daniel Amen pretty well. And at a certain point, I, um, I, I didn't even connect this to what was happening in my life. I just sort of had this idea that I should get a brain scan. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't saying I, I'm, I'm having a problem. I need a brain scan. I was saying 
I think it'd be interesting to have a brain scan. I, I, I hadn't even connected my brain and my life. You, you won't see the problem. It, it's very sneaky. It's so hard yeah, to see yeah. that. So anyway, I had a brain scan. And the first thing he said to me was, are you using your own product? And I said, <laughs> well, I've gotten so busy, blah, blah, blah. And he said, you better start using Holsync again. And he told me a few other things to do, including um, getting a hyperbaric chamber, which we've talked about before, yeah. and which I did. And so, um, you know, with I, I didn't have the hyperbaric chamber at first. Within three days of listening to Holosync, about 80% of all the stuff I was experiencing from being so stressed just went away. It took about three days. In fact, I was, I became so convinced all over again of how amazing Holosync was just from, from, from that. So anyway, we, I've gotten off track here. I was talking about uh, the two things that the limbic system, when it's overactive, is it causes you to make really bad dopamine-driven decisions, and it puts you into fight or flight, which is great if you're actually in a life-threatening situation. But other, you know, if that's the case, then the downside of being in fight or flight is probably worth it temporarily. But the idea is that after, uh, you know. Uh, 30 minutes or an hour or whatever, all those chemicals are out of your body and you saved your life and it was worth it. But when you go into fight or flight because somebody said something critical to you or you can't find your cell phone or some other dumb thing that is not life-threatening, um, and a lot of people are just in chronic fight or flight all the time and they don't even know it because you get used to it. And so, so anyway... Uh, one of the things that meditation does, and Holosync about eight times better and faster, is calm the limbic system. And man, once your limbic system gets calm, you, you go around being so patient and kind to people. Yeah. And things that b bothered you really easily before don't bother you and all that sort of thing. The other part of the brain is the prefrontal cortex, which is the source of executive control, long-range planning, creativity, learning from mistakes, uh, flow states, uh, although in a sort of weird way, because it's actually, you're, you're, in a way, most of your prefrontal cortex goes offline when you're in a flow state, but, but I don't know if we'll have time to discuss that or not. But, um, but at any rate, your prefrontal cortex is also very sensitive to stress. When, when you become stressed, your, your limbic system becomes overactive and your prefrontal cortex becomes less active. And in fact, um, your, your uh, limbic system actually grows larger when uh, you're stressed and your prefrontal cortex actually shrinks. And when you do certain things to enhance the prefrontal cortex and calm the limbic system, such as Holsync, the prefrontal cortex then there's one job it has that I didn't mention, and that is supervising the limbic system. The limbic system, as I know you know, fires faster than the prefrontal cortex. So when you go by the bakery case in Whole Foods, uh, your limbic system tells you before your limbic, before your prefrontal cortex can engage, wow, those look really tasty. I should get some. And then your prefrontal cortex, if it's strong enough, kicks in about a you know, a third of a second later. And if it's strong enough, then you say, yeah, but the consequences of doing that are not worth it. 
it would uh, taste good <clears throat> and be fun for, you know, about 20 seconds while I'm stuffing that in my mouth and chewing it. And then all the negative uh, consequences and the regret will kick in. And then you and then you you walk past. And, you know, I, I have to say, uh, you know, I've had plenty of meals with you in various uh, and you and I are probably two of the most disciplined people about what we are or are not willing to eat. And people are always <laughs> amazed. Um, somebody just sent me a, a huge box of Godiva chocolates. Right. And I opened them and took a smell, and then I took them into the kitchen here and uh, let – I'm going to let everybody else that works here if they want to eat those. <laughs> but I, I'm not, I'm not going to eat that, that kind of stuff. So, But aren't you a fan of chocolate? Uh, yes, but not Godiva chocolates. <laughs> although, although it's very tasty chocolate. Yeah, I do eat chocolate sometimes, but um, it, it, the source matters enormously. I'm yeah, there. right, right. I mean, if you're eating it and it's got a lot of sugar and and all that stuff, and I, you know, once you get yourself kind of purified, uh, you might say, and you eat a little bit of something that is inflammatory uh, in some way. Uh, you instantly feel it. Yeah, if, you, you if, know. I, if I can eat the smallest amount of sugar and I sneeze uh, repeatedly within 10 minutes. And so I just, I, you know, I just don't, I just don't do it anymore. At any rate, I, I'm, well, I keep you, getting off track you're here. You're not off track, I don't think, because what you're talking about here is you're talking about mm -hmm. awareness. And that's your whole book is about super awareness. And what you've done is, is you've developed an awareness of when your prefrontal cortex versus your limbic system is most active. And, and that resonated with me very much because when I went to see Daniel Amen uh, maybe 14 years ago, uh, I had no metabolic activity in my prefrontal cortex. I was basically limbic all the time. I was a successful entrepreneur going to Wharton to get my MBA. So it's not like I was dumb, right? but I was very, very uh, sympathetic, or sorry, um, uh, uh, very sympathetic, overdriven. My my limbic system was on fire, and my prefrontal cortex had zero metabolic activity when I tried to concentrate, and it affected my test scores. It affected all kinds of stuff. But the awareness you're talking about, awareness of how food affects you, awareness of what's going on when you relax, and all that—that's the core part of of your book. And, and, and so aware I, awareness is a prefrontal cortex activity. The more enhanced your prefrontal cortex is, the more awareness. You have, and what I find when people become aware, what I what I always say about awareness, and this is probably the the main thing that I teach, is awareness creates choice. When when uh, when you are not aware, which really means limbic system uh, and other parts of your brain that are that are kind of autopilot kind of things are running the show. When you're on autopilot, you're just going to repeat. Things that have been programmed into your brain, ways to respond, ways to feel, ways to uh, engage with with food or people or whatever it is, and a lot of times those automatic pilot ways of doing things are very unhealthy uh, and have all kinds of bad consequences. When you um, calm your limbic system and enhance your prefrontal cortex, the awareness kicks in. And once you're aware, I find that the, there are four categories of things in particular that you become aware of. How you feel, you, you be, you, how you uh, behave, which people and situations you attract or become attracted to, and what meanings you assign 
to things. And those four things, anything you become aware of, at least that you're doing um, or creating, becomes a choice. Otherwise, it's running on autopilot. So, I mean, this is what happens when people become super aware, which is why I called it the new science of super awareness. When you become super aware, how you feel becomes a choice. How you behave becomes a choice. Which people and situations you get attracted to or attract to you becomes a choice. And what meanings you assign to things become. I mean, we could go through all, all four of those and talk in more detail. But, but uh, those are really, as far as I can tell, the only real things in your life you can have a choice about. You don't have a choice about what other people do. Um, and most people have a different agenda than you have. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you may have noticed that they're not always lining up right be behind you to help you get what you want. Sometimes what they want conflicts with what you want. There's nothing you can do about it. You can, you can influence people to a certain degree, but there's so damn many of them and uh, you don't have access to that <laughs> many of them either. Uh, you can't do anything about all the physical stuff in the universe, cosmic rays and gravity and, the fact that uh, human bodies are sensitive and you need a certain amount, certain uh, mixture of gases to stay alive. You need a certain uh, amount of air pressure. You need uh, food and water and all. There's all these things that if you go outside a certain, uh, a certain capsule of limitations, you can't stay alive. And the biggie that you can't do anything about is the fact that everything in the universe is impermanent. And you and everything else eventually falls apart, ends, whatever. And you can't do anything about that either. But you can do something about how you feel, how you behave, which people in situations you attract or become attracted to, what meanings you create. And once you've got that, the people that you see out there, and I'm, I'm not just talking to you, I mean all the people listening, the people you see out there that you envy, that you admire, that you're saying, wow, I would love to have that kind of consciousness or that kind of willpower or that kind of whatever, kindness, compassion, etc., focus, concentration, motivation, whatever it is. Um, the people you see with those kinds of things, those are people who are more at choice about those four things because they're more aware. Some people uh, we're born with a, a naturally more enhanced prefrontal cortex and a naturally calmer limbic system. I wasn't one of them. <laughs> I will tell you that I have a naturally overactive limbic system. Yep. And when I do Holosync regularly, which I do now, thank you, D Daniel Amen, for getting me back on track. <laughs> and, you know, I take uh, every, I take a lot of GABA. I take a lot of L-theanine. I take a lot of 5-HTP. I uh, take a lot of melatonin um, and uh, many, many other supplements. I mean, you've eaten with me and seen my oh, yeah. big bag of, of stuff I take um, three times a day. And um, if, I, if I don't take all that stuff, though, my limbic system can easily get the best of me. And uh, so... You know, you often tell people, I'm one of the original biohackers and all this sort of stuff. I used to watch... Uh, um, Dirk and Sandy. Dirk and Sandy, yeah, Dirk Pearson and Sandy Shaw. They used to be like on afternoon talk shows, 
like the Merv Griffin show and stuff like that back in the, I don't know, the seventies and they had life extension foundation. And, um, they were telling people to do bizarre things. They were saying BHA and BHA, I think it BHT. BHT, yeah. You know, the, the uh, preservatives that they put in breakfast cereal and everything. They'd say, BHT, this will preserve you too. You should take this. And It, it does stop herpes, cold, and chicken pox, which is kind of kind of useful, but side note. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so at any rate, they were, you know, experimenting with all this stuff long ago and really getting a lot of other people interested in it. And then uh, they sold uh, Life Extension to Bill Falloon uh, many, many years ago. And, uh, you know, there's just a a lot of information out there about this sort of thing, but the general public doesn't know much about it. But people like you and Life Extension and Daniel Amen and Mark Hyman and Johnny Bowden and... There's, you know, a number of people who are kind of evangelists for the kind of diet and the kind of other lifestyle um, practices that will allow you to have a brain that's really healthy and that can perform optimally. You you know, um, you you were with me at that one um, XPRIZE Foundation board meeting. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, I've become real involved with XPRIZE since I joined the board and gotten to know Peter Diamandis. And one of the things that he is involved in, and I don't remember if we've talked about this, but I, I think I probably told you about this, uh, is a company called um, um, Health Nucleus. Oh, yeah. I've, I've had the full scan. The, Did you the do full, that full, full human genome? It's yep. a, yeah, it's a $25,000 all day long the yeah. most complex a series of tests you can possibly take. And I did that a number of months ago. And I, I'm 66, almost 67. I literally have the health and the vitality and the endurance and all that of somebody who's about 35 or 33 or something like that. I was, I was walking up this flight of seven s- stairs in a parking structure with my daughter, who's 32 the other day. And, um, she was like going, whoa, who is this guy? I mean, I was beat her up the stairs and she was breathing hard and I wasn't. And, um, you know, it's the, the information that's out there today. It's this is not uh, science fiction anymore. You can keep yourself young and, you know, really uh, have a sharp brain and all those sorts of things. You are a, a really high energy guy. Like, like when I, I've when we've known each other for a, a few years now, we see each other probably five times a year. You're always full of energy. It, it's cool, and I I've transformed myself to. I used to get really tired all the time, and I, I have more capacity than ever before. So you, that you can absolutely do. Is that is that a brain state thing, or is that a biology like your whole body state thing? Do you think? Well, I think it's some of both, but, uh, you know, I mean, some of it's hormonal and everything, but the, you know, the master controller really is your brain. I mean, um, Daniel Amen is very, uh, very fond of saying everything about you comes from your brain, your moods, your emotional responses, your skills, your talents, your superpowers, your ability to set and achieve goals, your ability to bounce back from failure, your happiness, your unhappiness, your success, your failure, your creativity, your confidence, your motivation, and he'll go on forever naming all these things. And of course, other parts of your body are are also involved. 
Um, but um, I have found that if you if you get your brain optimized, uh, uh, pretty much everything else falls into place. Certainly, if you get your brain optimized and there's something else that's out of whack, uh, uh, it'll be obvious, more obvious what it is. It's hard, or it's harder to get your brain optimized if your body is really broken. Like if you're not making enough energy, your brain won't do what it's capable of doing. Sure, uh, you're yeah. talking about mitochondria now, I assume, and and uh, uh, that sort of thing. And uh, you know, um, you know, of course, I I'm privy to all the same information that that you are too, and I take all this, you know, pro mitochondrial. Uh, supplementation and everything, and it definitely makes a difference. Testosterone levels oh, make, huge. make a big difference. My test, I just had my testosterone uh, checked, and it was a little bit over 900, which is like for somebody you, in are, their 30s. Are you supplementing or no? I am, am doing some things to drive it higher, but uh, and you, you don't know, I, take I, testosterone. I just bought a, a Vasper machine. Uh -huh. which I haven't taken um, uh, possession of yet, but uh, uh, Dan Sullivan, yeah, it's in his seventies. Mm -hmm. He has a, a Peter that makes the you know Vasper machines. He told me that Dan, who uh, did strategic coach, Dan's uh, testosterone was three hundred about. He's seventy two, not bad. Three hundred isn't bad if you're seventy two. It's uh, well. I think it's bad if you're 72. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, agreed. The, the the doctors don't think it's bad. But after six months using this Vasper machine, which does some things to trick your body into making more human growth hormone and testosterone and so on, his w was up to 800. So, so for for people listening, Vasper is a, a relatively expensive machine. Uh, more than 000. yeah, more than forty thousand dollars. But you do cardio with cooling at the same time, which prevents the lactic acid buildup and it prevents heat stress and on the heart. Pressure too on your yeah these pressure cuffs. Uh, yeah, they're cooled pressure cuffs, right? Right, right. And it, it's a an unusual thing, and it's something that we have at Bulletproof Labs. Uh, whenever whenever we can open Bulletproof Labs, I'm still working on that for you. But it's. Uh, it's a powerful technology like this, but the idea is by changing the signal that goes into the body, you can take the body, even when you're 70, in your 70s, you're not supposed to be able to do the stuff that Dan Sullivan does. Dan is, is, has been coaching entrepreneurs for more than 35 years. He's, he's one of the guys who's helped me learn how to, to be a good entrepreneur. And uh, In fact, Daniel Amons in his program, I, I think just about most of the really successful entrepreneurs I know have worked with Dan Sullivan at, at some point or another. And that's it's kind of a, an interesting perspective, though. When you meet guys like you, Bill, um, you're 66, and you travel around all over the place uh, doing uh, philanthropy and giving talks about the brain, and you've got the energy of uh, someone a third your age. And you meet Dan Sullivan, same thing. He's he's just bubbling with energy. I don't know if, if you're 18 or you're 20 or you're 40, you want to have that kind of energy even then. And when you're old, it's it's even more precious. So you guys are are, are examples for what's possible. When you're in your twenties, the 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 idea that you're going to be in your fifties or sixties or seventies just doesn't seem that real yeah. to. You. But believe me, it goes. You know, I I think about this, and in some ways, I think, wow, it's really going by fast. And then other times, I think about it. I think, you know. Actually, when I think about all the stuff that's happened and all the different periods of my life I've gone through, 
it has been a long time, but, uh, you know, it, it, it's like I was saying, you, the impermanence is one of the things you can't do anything about. You can extend it. And, um, I'm hoping to, uh, to, to live at least to 120 and be in good health and still be, uh, productive. And, you know, um, what was it we were talking about? We were talking about something earlier uh, about being more productive. And, and I, I, I didn't say this because we were in the midst of something else. But I think one of the biggest biohacks, in a way, is creating challenges, creative challenges for yourself, and then meeting them. That releases mm-hmm. so many beneficial chemicals in your brain and in your body uh, this is what people who are not very, uh, we're talking about being a successful entrepreneur. That's what it was. That's one of the benefits of being an entrepreneur is that you're faced all the time with challenges that, uh, I just, I just set a goal maybe 10 months ago or so to do a hundred million dollars in sales a year at center point. Wow. That's a big goal which is about five, you know, 500% increase. And so, um, but I'm positive that we're going to do it. And, but I just, I've always set goals that just seemed ridiculous. And once I got, oh, you see, one of the things that happens when your limbic system is calmer, uh, it doesn't scare the shit out of you to do that. When I was younger and my limbic system was overactive, my hands would shake. You know, I'd read these people would say, you need to write out your goals. So I'd write them out, but I'd be, my hands would be shaking and I'd be saying, oh God, I'm going to look so stupid when I don't achieve this. You know, because it was all, my limbic system was just making me afraid. It was thinking of, uh, it was, you know, thinking of all the things that were going to go wrong. It was, you know, negative. If you want to get rid of negative thinking, calm your limbic system. But now you see, I don't think that way. I just think, okay, how am I going to do that? And as soon as you start saying stuff like that, then ideas start to come to you and you start seeing resources that you weren't noticing before. And you start seeing opportunities you weren't noticing before. And you start to feel motivated and you get energized and you take action. And when you take action, and it was uh, like Cynthia Kersey said, the way to be unstoppable is don't stop. And so you just, you know, you get passionate about something and then the idea of stopping doesn't even occur to you. And pretty soon you're achieving something that seemed ridiculous when you set out to do it. So there's so many benefits of, of uh, getting your getting your brain to work right. But, you know, we started to talk about this wonderful book. It really is a wonderful book. Everyone who has read it uh, uh, is really blown away by it. Uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, Alex Mendozian, don't you? Oh, yeah. He, uh, you know, I, I uh, gave away copies of this book at a mastermind that uh, he invited me to, and he read it about five times, and then he called me and said, this is the best book I've ever read in my life. Wow. And he showed me it, and he had all this stuff underlined. You know, he underlined so much that he, it was all underlined almost. And, uh, in fact, he's helping me do this virtual book tour Um thing about this book because he was so so high about this this book it's a really great book and what my my goal in this book was to make all these new brain science discoveries available to people 
in a very easy to absorb way. And of course, I'm talking about Holosync in here uh, a, a lot also, because I think it's the greatest tool that's come along for optimizing your brain, although there are certainly many others. Um, you know, I, I love all these supplements I take and I love my hyperbaric chamber and, you know, there, and there's many, you know, exercise, uh, helps you optimize your brain. Sleep helps you optimize your brain. Eating a bulletproof diet, uh, uh helps optimize your brain. All of these lifestyle things kind of fit together. They, they really do, Bill. And, and you, you tie a lot of together in your book, but you talk about neuroplasticity as well, which is something that listeners on Bulletproof Radio understand. Uh, but you go into it pretty well talking about how it, it sounds not that long ago, year 2000, the Nobel Prize for Medicine was granted for the discovery uh, of neuroplasticity. In the 80s, when you started your work, they, they really didn't seem to think it was a real thing at the time, right? Well, there were people that were talking about neuroplasticity back then, but they were the outliers that everybody poo-pooed. And, you know, they poo-pooed Daniel Amen, uh, which they still do to some extent, for using brain scans to diagnose the things. But it works. Oh, yeah. Daniel Amen saved my life. Like, his stuff is very legitimate. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, it, it, of course it is. Uh, he's often says that uh, people that treat emotional problems and mental problems, uh, they're the only people that don't look at the organ they're treating. Yeah, he looks at true. it, and and it's very obvious. You can see which parts. Of, the, see the the three big discoveries that I talk about are that everything comes from your brain. Second, scientists now know what parts of the brain are involved in both all the qualities and abilities that people want to develop, and all of the qualities and negative things that people want to get rid of. They know what parts of the brain are involved, and. And there's more and more and more uh, information about how to change those parts of the brain. And so it's things that were used to be completely pie in the sky uh, to develop. If you're not creative, you're probably not going to become any more creative, no matter how many creativity courses you take. But now that's that's not the case. You can become more creative. You can learn to get into flow states. You can become uh, a, an amazingly accelerated learner. You can uh, become really calm and patient if you're really, uh, you know, the opposite of that. All these things are attainable. And that's what this book is about, is how to attain, uh, attain those things that used to be unattainable, because it's possible now. And uh, it's, a, it's a kind of a spectrum of lifestyle things, because it does involve sleep and uh, diet and exercise and all these things. You know, I, I, one of the things I talk about in the book that I think will be really interesting for people, and maybe your people are already hip to this, but is I talk about the um, Walter Schill and the, the marshmallow test. You know, back in Stanford in the 60s, he put these little kids at a bare table in a bare room and put a plate over them with a treat on it. And one of the treats was a marshmallow, and they, it became known as the as the marshmallow test, although mm -hmm. they, they let the kids choose what treat they really wanted. But then they said, I'm going to – you can eat that marshmallow right now if you want it. I'm going to leave the room, though, for a little while, and it was up to 20 minutes in some cases. And if you can wait till I get back, I'll give you two marshmallows. And some could – 
could wait and some couldn't. About 30% of them could wait and then 70% of them uh, could not wait. And then later he got the idea of following uh, these kids um, to see what there, if there was a difference between those who could delay gratification and those who couldn't. And uh, they found that those who could delay gratification got this huge list of uh, benefits. They had better grades in school. They had higher SAT scores, uh, an average of 210 points higher score. That's like 20% higher, more than 20% higher. Higher income, lower biomass index, more friends, better relationships, better cognitive function, intelligence, more self-control. They could resist temptation better, obviously, less distractibility. They were more self-reliant, uh, more resilient. They could bounce back when there were setbacks, less drug use and other addictions and, and all these reaching, you know, ability to reach their goals and all that. And the ones that couldn't delay gratification had problems in all these areas. Then in the, um, I think it was 2007, but I, I maybe it may have been a little maybe even later, 2011. At some point, though, they got the idea of doing brain scans. So they brought as many of these people as they could find now in their 50s and did brain scans. And they found that those who could delay gratification had calm limbic systems and enhanced prefrontal cortexes. And those who couldn't delay gratification were having all this string of problems in their life, dopamine-driven decisions and all this other stuff that I talked about earlier. They had overactive limbic systems and underactive prefrontal cortexes. So if you want to have a really productive, happy, together life, you know, this is the, to, to me, the biohack, you know, enhance your prefrontal cortex, calm your limbic system. And one of the reasons why, why I wanted to wedge that little bit in is one of the things that the, you know, this implies is more willpower. Yeah. Now, if I know people that I'm trying to educate about using supplements, for instance, and uh, and then and they'll start using them. And then the next time I'm meeting with them, I say, where are your supplements? Oh, I don't know. I forgot to. You know. They have not enough willpower to create an organized way to make sure they take them or, they, you know, or they start to use Holosync and then they stop or they, you know, they they uh, can't sustain exercising. All those blowing off lifestyle things is a, a, a overactive limbic system and a and a weak prefrontal cortex. So once you get that willpower thing going, then all the rest of this stuff becomes easy because then you can add all those lifestyle things that are very important. And you know, I will I will give up something else that I really like in order to make sure I get enough sleep. If I end up going to sleep really late, I will email uh, my assistant and say, um, cancel my early morning appointments because I have to get at least seven hours of sleep. I just I just will not, I just refuse, unless the house is on fire, uh, to not do that. But um, I have lots of willpower. But it's it's I wasn't born that way, I'll tell you. I, well, you and I both, at the end of the day, uh, study willpower because 
uh, you talk about self-control, you even talk about awareness, like all of that is driven by willpower and, and willpower is driven by, you know, do you have the level of energy it takes to overcome the the desire to do something lazy or, or something else? So it, it's a it's it's an equation there. And one of the things that that I discovered makes me and many other people more limbic active is unstable blood sugar. When, when your blood sugar crashes, your body's like, you're gonna die, there's not enough energy in the brain, and it triggers the hormones that activate the limbic system, the adrenaline and cortisol. I need carbs. <laughs> yeah, eat carbs, and then you get another crash, so you end up like basically spiking and crashing your limbic system multiple times a day. It's no wonder that you do things you're, you're sort of embarrassed about later. You yell at sure. your family, you eat 16 eclairs, but at least they were good. No, <laughs> but you know, you, you, you go through the, this, this whole cycle and then you feel guilty about the whole thing. You get a poor night's sleep because you did all this and you just do it over and over and pretty soon you know, you're fat and unhappy. And, and like that happens over and over and it's driven I, by- I've been fat and unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there. I, yep. I, I actually right now weigh about the same as I did in high school. I think I might have weighed two or three pounds less in high school. And uh, I, at one point, I weighed 207 pounds. I know you you beat me on that one. You you weighed more than I did. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little taller, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's you're a little taller. I'm just big boned, Bill. <laughs> so as far as this book is concerned, if people go to uh, centerpoint.com, uh, especially if they spell it right, with an E on the end of point, you know, center, the word center, the word point with an E in the end of the point, um, you can get a, a free copy of this. Um, there's a, um, an icon right at the top or near the top of the page. And if you click on that, it'll take you to a page where you can download a PDF. Or if you want to pay the shipping and handling, we'll send you this, this uh, paperback version. Or you could come to the next a bulletproof biohacking conference because um, I don't know the last one I brought hundreds of books and sat out there in the foyer and uh, I need a biohack Dave for signing hundreds of books without your <laughs> hand, hand cramping up and your handwriting getting really bad. I, I just did that in, in Japan last week. Uh, I was there. I, uh, I sold 160,000 copies of the bulletproof diet there. Uh, without knowing it, so I went there for a signing, and yeah, after a while, your, your hand gets tired. But yeah. it, it's awesome, right? It, it's the well, best you, kind of fatigue to really, have. I I always learn a lot from meeting people, yeah. and uh, in the early days of Centerpoint, I was the one on the phone talking to everybody. Now I have a staff of people who's on the phone talking to everyone and answering emails, and and some of it filters through to me. Um, and I have some courses where people have a lot more access to me. But uh, I'm not on the firing line as much. When I go out and speak, um, you know, I'm not like um, the prima donna who disappears backstage right away. I want to uh, mingle and talk to people. And, uh, uh, you know, I was just at uh, Mary Morrissey's um, Dream Builder thing in, in uh, Dallas, which mm -hmm. was amazing, by the way. And... Uh, <clears throat> And uh, I was I couldn't take a break. It was like, you know, when you're doing a when you're doing a, an event and you're running it, you can't take a break unless you escape backstage because everybody wants to talk to you and they don't realize right. I have to pee now. I, <laughs> I need a couple of minutes of silence where I sit down and but I, it wasn't even my seminar and I was surrounded by people because probably 20 yeah. percent of the people there were Polish accusers. 
But it, it, it's, it's interesting when, when you make a, a big impact on people's lives, and, and you've reached a lot more people than, than I have, Bill. Uh, and I, I understand what you're talking about. People, they, they genuinely want to say thanks, and it's, it's an honor to be able to be there to do it. But also sometimes you're like, yeah, I just need to like take a breath now. It, it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, uh, go get a copy of this book. I yeah. know you will love it. Uh, it it really, if I do say so myself, it's a really a, a, a great book. And uh, I really poured a lot of myself into it. And now I'm thinking of the next one. But, um, <laughs> Constant creativity is a side effect of all the stuff you do, which means you'll have to keep writing books. Uh, I, I do recommend, uh, look, you're listening to the show, the Bulletproof Radio episodes are free. Bill is giving away a book that he wrote. This isn't like a like a, a free, crappy, I wrote it in 20 minutes kind of book. It's actually a real book. Yeah, <laughs> and this it's, is uh, 280 it, it, pages long, yeah, something it, like that. It's a solid book. He's giving it away for free because he and, published it and himself. There's also uh, a, a link in this to countless videos. And also uh, there's a, a, a an audio version of the book. There's a, a link in it to that. You don't like to read you can listen um there's all kinds of other things in here if we put everything that was in here it would have been 500 pages long but i put it in a lot of it in as links and so on and, and just knowing you bill you're you're doing it this way out of a sincere desire to get people to have this information and of course we we all know and our audience knows that some of them will probably end up becoming center point users because it works and you talk about it, but it, it's the, the book is anything but a brochure for that. I, I found it to be a really, uh, really impactful, useful, well-considered read. And since it won't cost you anything to download it and read it, which is kind of cool, do it. And if you like the paper versions, uh, Bill will send it to you uh, essentially for a nominal cost. It's uh, different than going out and having to actually buy a book, but it is uh, a very valuable book. So the book is available on Centerpoint, centerpointe.com, and it's called The New Science of Super Awareness. Also, you know, I interviewed you for a documentary that I'm making about new brain science discoveries, and uh, it was a while ago, uh, and we got a little sidetracked, but we're getting ready to go into post-production on that, so that's going to be coming out pretty soon, and as I remember, um, you were brilliant in that interview, and uh, you. we're going to want to see, uh, see you and uh, Dr. Michael Merzenich, the, go- the grandfather of... Uh, of brain research, he's in it, and Daniel Amen is in it, and Dr. Jo- Joseph Anabali, who uh, runs another one of the Amen clinics, is also a brilliant guy. He's in it, and some people using brain research for uh, leadership, developing leadership, all kinds of cool stuff in that. In that, oh, we, uh, we should have got uh, Forty Years of Zen in there. I, I just opened uh, earlier this year. Opened the the, the newest version of this with custom hardware and custom software in Seattle a five-day experience, but uh, I think when we were filming that, I hadn't quite opened the facility I can't yet. remember if we talked about that or not. Uh, yeah, too, might, too bad if we didn't. But. We might have. Uh, it was a while ago uh, that we but, recorded that. It was, you know, months ago anyway. It, it's amazing. Just to me, it, it's an honor to be in, in a video with uh, with luminaries like these guys. So th- thanks for putting it together, Bill. And thanks for being on Bulletproof Radio. I'm, I'm not going to ask you the the question that I ask every guest, because you've already answered it twice, I think, on Bulletproof Radio. So I don't know that I have another, uh, another. Boxers or briefs? Is that? Well, it's usually, you know, top three recommendations for kicking more ass at life. You know, if if you only had three pieces of advice for someone, what would it be? But you've already answered it pretty darn well. 
yeah, yeah I, I don't know that we need to do it again. There's a number of things that everybody needs to do, and and uh, you're telling them pretty much the same things. So, you know, the thing is, do it. Don't sit there and think about it. Take take action. Once you start taking action at anything that you're going toward, uh, the other actions kind of appear. And uh, all you have to do, you know, and, and at some point you, you start to get really enthused because you start to see some results. And, uh, you know, you start to biohack and you start to feel better and you think more clearly and all this stuff happens. And pretty soon you're going, wow, this really works. It's really good to think back to before you were doing it and remember how many aches and pains you had and how much brain fog you had and how you get tired in the afternoon or all this sort of stuff and realize, wow, it is better. It's all gone, right? It, it yeah. sort of feels natural when it goes away. So you don't notice the absence as much as you notice that when it comes back. Like, oh, I used to feel that way all the time. And I, oh, wait, I don't anymore. Uh, that, that's a big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Bill, thank you so much for being on Bulletproof Radio. Uh, people can go to centerpoint.com to download the new science of super awareness for free. And you can certainly check out the Centerpoint Holosync technology there. Uh, I've been a lifetime member for a long time. I definitely use it. And it's, yeah, uh, it's you can try Holosync for free too. I mean, you, oh, cool. we have two ways to do that. One is a kind of a one time demo. But what I would suggest is that people do our um, uh, Holosync five day challenge. So you're, you're listening to it once every day for five days. And I have a video every day, just a very short, like four minute video. Uh, um, and then there's a big Facebook plugin where people are saying what's, what's happening. And, uh, my God, I couldn't believe it when I, when I, you know, I go to read what they're saying and people are just raving about it. And this is just like from one or two times, they're just, God, I'm getting all these creative ideas. I can't believe how calm I am. Two days ago, I was freaking out about my life. And today, everything just looks wonderful. Your, your brain can do fantastic things when it gets the right programming. No doubt. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, anyway, thanks for thanks, doing Bill. what you do, Dave. Uh, um, I remember when you kind of came on the scene and uh, how great it was to when we finally met in person and we've become good friends and uh, I'm really uh, feel fortunate to know you and uh, you're doing, you're doing great stuff. Keep it up. Likewise, Bill. Appreciate being your friend. Appreciate you sharing your time and your new book for free uh, with uh, Bulletproof listeners. And it, it's, it's been great fun getting to know you. You bet. I have to, I have to interview Daniel Amen here in five minutes. So I got to get off. Give him a hug for me. <laughs> Bye. I, I, take care. Human Upgrade, formerly Bulletproof Radio, was created and is hosted by Dave Asprey. The information contained in this podcast is provided for informational purposes only and is not intended for the purposes of diagnosing, treating, curing, or preventing any disease. Before using any products referenced on the podcast, consult with your healthcare provider, carefully read all labels, and heed all directions and cautions that accompany the products. Information found or received through the podcast should not be used in place of a consultation or advice from a healthcare provider. If you suspect you have a medical problem or should you have any healthcare questions, please promptly call or see your healthcare provider. This podcast, including Dave Asprey and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. 
This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products or services. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. This podcast is owned by Bulletproof Media.